welcome to Dead Talk. It's oh, been a, hi, girls. It's been a hot minute. It has. It's been a hot, not for you. Well. <laughs> it's never been a minute for you. This is my birthing minute. This is your birthing minute. It's been a long time since we posted an episode. I'm aware. Stop coming down my throat. I get it. Here's have been here. Have you had any negative feedback? Um, other than from my family. <laughs> yeah, my mom saying that I swear too much in this podcast. She's like, please stop swearing. And I'm like, mom, I can't. I have Maybe to that's pretend. Why she called you the scruffy child. <laughs> Maybe that is okay. So Lucy came into work the other day, and she that you you were actually really upset about it. You were like, my mom just called me the scruffy child. And then, <laughs> I was. She so literally, I went I went to visit my mom in work. Right, my mom works for the NHS. Good woman, and she'd been really really busy. And I went to go visit her um, outside her work in the car park because I park there. <laughs> sorry, Edinburgh Council. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Edinburgh Council. I don't pay for a permit. Um, and she was like really caught off guard because her boss came through and was like, came out and was like, oh, hi. And she was like, oh, uh, and like, I think she felt really anxious that like she was talking to me. She was like, oh, this is my daughter, uh, the scruffy one. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was so upset. Yeah, you are. So, Gillian. This podcast isn't for you. <laughs> this episode's not dedicated to you. I'll swear as much as I want because I'm the scruffy child and I need to keep it up. <laughs> but anyway, if you're wondering who this other voice is, it's not mm-hmm. me. This is our no, new host. No, no, no. <laughs> no host. Our new host. Our new host. She's from Northern Ireland. <laughs> no. So yeah, like I said, this is season two. Um, unfortunately, Alex is no longer with Dead Talk. She um, is on a college course. She's living in Glasgow. Um, and she is to commit time to this course that she's doing full time, which is totally fair. We wish her the best, but we've got a new host, Kika. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. How exciting. I'm very excited about this. Going to bring the same chaotic <laughs> energy we've been doing for like a year now. Um, so we thought we'd start this episode, the laid back, the rustic, <laughs> the back, easing into it. the backyard sessions of mm. Miley Cyrus, um, where, yeah, I had to get a reference. Yeah, yeah. I'm bi, Would by you- the way. <laughs> Did you say she's your top three, like, favourite artists? My, mm, like, are you, you know, that much of a fan of it? No. Do you know Noah Cyrus? Yeah. Is actually well, one of my July. July. That song. Yeah. If you've not listened to July by Noah mm. Cyrus, I'm actually her PR manager, but it did get us through a lot. Do you know that's been that in, in Michigan? Michigan. Don't. <laughs> There's too I much. I am triggered by that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, oh. so. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> PTSD of us so depressed at the conscious ball like swaying in each other's arms remember that oh god that. me the only two on the dance floor the only two me having a panic attack yeah and then and then ripping your dress ripping my dress why because why I, did you do that because i just didn't want a long dress it. <laughs> it was very uh, i was having like a very like coming of age teen film moment yeah there. you were i just you ripped were, like, sniffing. it was actually really cute like i'll never forget your wee face it was like sniffling then you're like i just need to shirt and a dress and then you asked about it for scissors and then just chopped it yeah and then came back bigger and better than ever yeah it's true actually i did come back bigger and better than ever i yeah me and kika were at a ball together last year like which, literally like a year ago now you got, no you guys got me the tickets for my 21st yeah we got tickets ever. we got we're all going to this ball okay yeah i'm gonna out myself they were all like edinburgh uni students and i was the napier student it was like yeah i'll come to the edinburgh uni ball fish out of water but <laughs> <laughs> we went to this ball 
And fucking me and Kiko. First of all, it was miles away. It was miles away. It was miles away. It was so it was advertised in this nice house, like this nice manor kind of mansion. No, it wasn't. It was in the fucking muddy grounds outside. (laughs) It was middle of December, pouring with rain. Pishing rain, freezing. So cold. So cold. I remember like stepping off the bus and my heels just sank into like so (laughs) mud, and I was like, "Well, this is not the night I thought it was going to be." No, it was so bad. We were. It was meant to be like an unlimited bar, but it was just like, <laughs> it was just like warm, like lemonade. Yeah, warm gin. gin and lemonade, and like. And scouting for girls were there for a hot five minutes. Oh my god, the biggest. That was fun to be there. <laughs> the biggest. I had three sips of red wine. Off I go. Yeah, may I add for this <laughs> podcast episode, Kika brought a bottle of red wine. No, up. to preface that, I brought a bottle of red wine because I'm going for a Christmas dinner afterwards. But then I thought, what? Why not? Yeah, why not? So yeah, just like a backstory of where I was like, yeah, Kika, come round. We'll record this episode, um, ease us off, introduction episode, whatever. And she brings a bottle of wine, bottle of red wine, cracks open, and has a glass of red wine with my boyfriend, who actually gets on better with me than me. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was fucking waiting for you to be like, who actually is better? Complex because. Go on. My boyfriend loves me more than her. Right, okay. Sorry about that. I don't make the rules. Cool. Maybe it's because you're both Tories. But anyway, who knows? Chickpeas and red wine. <laughs> Chickpeas and red wine, my perfect date. <laughs> the recipe for actual Tory date night in. Anyway. Actually, chickpeas are a poor man's meal. Well, why do you eat them? <laughs> They're disgusting. Well, whatever. Guys, comment down below if you like chickpeas. <laughs> Literally. I don't know anyone else that doesn't like them. Anyway, we've had this debate so much. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing this. I'm not, I'm not doing this. Mind. Next. Right, so I've got a couple of questions yeah. for you guys to get to know Kika. A couple of little, fun little, like, conversational questions. Mm. Um, so answer them in any way you please, any way you see fit. Okay. So first one. Do you know the answer to these? They're not, like, trivia. Right, it's not, like... Not, like, the best friend test you're doing. No, what? It's, like, it's, like, personal <laughs> okay. questions. It's not fucking, like, what's the mass surface of... <laughs> like, what like, what's the hometown of... Where I stayed in America. No, no, no. It's not like, Jesus Christ, no. That would be a bit narcissistic, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I'm sure that they want to. Oh my God, it's not like that. <laughs> so when did I learn to ride a bike? <laughs> no. So first question is, what is the biggest lesson that you think you've learned during the pandemic? I was literally thinking about this on the way up. Mm. So I have like two answers, but I feel like one is really um, cliche, but in my case, very, very true. That's okay. And I would say that it taught me to slow down, like to not always strive for the next thing and the next thing and Mm. actually live in the moment. And I know that is so cliche, but I think my whole uni life, like as a student, I I had such a good time, loved it. But like when I look back, I was just, I was just go, go, go all the time. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of times I was like very present or like even enjoying myself that much because I was just thinking, okay, I've got like a million things to do. Yeah. And I think that's a symptom of like, the like the lifestyle that we lead yeah in the, totally the century but yeah I would definitely say like it's forced me to spend time with myself and to slow down and like quote unquote appreciate the small things but in a nice way yeah but then I would also say and this is what I was thinking about on the way up I was like thinking about how much it's taught me about how much I still need to learn right about myself and about like the way the world works and stuff like but maybe that's just, that maybe that's because I'm just graduated uni and now I'm like okay well what next that's interesting though because I think that too like I think do you know what comes with that though I think is that we've we've done so much growing up in such a short space yeah, of time yeah. so then it only puts into perspective how much we don't know yeah I, yeah that's exactly what it is I think it's been a shitty year for all of us I mean like a global pandemic we've both had like quite severe breakups like <laughs> yikes yikes um 
dad lost his job. Like, do you know, just, like, stuff like that that's, like, really forced me to be, like, okay, well, the life that I was leading for four years, kind of, like, just assuming... Everything things, was fine. Yeah, and yeah. you just know the pattern that your life's going to take for the next four years. That's all gone, so it's just, like, taking a step back and being, like, okay, well, what do I know? Yeah, yeah, myself. that's so true. But it's exciting, it is. It is exciting. It's not a scary thing, I think. It's, like... I think it's part of maturing is to realise how much you don't know about stuff. Yeah, that's so true. It's true because I think where that comes from is living through something quite big like the pandemic, like COVID-19 that Mm -hmm. has obviously happened this year for us. It's happened last year for other people. (laughs) I don't know why I said that. Just Um, just for you now. So for me and Kika, it's actually been 2020. I know you guys are doing it next year. (laughs) Fingers crossed for you guys. Good luck. It sucked. It's a real ride. Um, No, but like... In our lifetime, I, th- I this is one of these things that I think about all the time in terms of the pandemic is like, mm. we hear about big things happening in other people's lifetimes and you just, I never, this is so ignorant, but like hopefully other people think this too, otherwise I'm a bad person, mm. but like you just never think something's going to happen. Like, yeah. for example, like my mum growing up in Northern Ireland and like all of her stories about the troubles and stuff, it's like, yeah, you hear about that and like that's closer to home than a history textbook about World War yeah. Two because it's like my mum and... You know, I, I've been to Northern Ireland and stuff and my family, but like never in a million years, whether it's subconscious or not, did I think that we, not that it's the troubles, <laughs> calm down girl, but you know what I mean? No, like it's a big... like some massive like global like shift in the, in the way that the world's history is going to be taught. Yeah. And like we're a part of that. But I think what you're saying about Ireland, like of course it's relevant to you, but only secondhand. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's never been, re- like nothing has ever been personal. Like our grandparents went to the war or whatever, but... That's just stories. Like, mm-hmm. we have no idea. Whereas this global pandemic, and I'm not likening it to the war because I don't think that it <coughs> is, but, like, in the in the sense of, like, something that's going to go, quote-unquote, down, down in history. Yeah, yeah. It's happened firsthand to us. Exactly. Although our experience of it, I'm sure, has been, like, pretty smooth sailing. Yeah, that's sun. true, that's true. There's, like, the awareness pain of... Pain is relative. Pre- pain is relative, <laughs> and boy, if I felt it. <laughs> no. Oh, well, here's a question. What, what, um, so say you have a child, right, and, like, you they're about to go through a global pandemic what piece of advice would you give them oh good god buckle up (laughs) (laughs) buckle up buddy um i don't know i think like get comfortable like the first thing you should do is get comfortable with yourself like be comfortable on your own because that was like the the biggest but the first lesson and I think it being in that order is really important that Mm -hmm. I had to the first thing I did I think you and me were like it's yeah our experience is similar in the sense of like we both went through a breakup right at the start of like the pandemic and that way was shot like it was just a whole literal 180 yeah yeah exactly our lives really changed in the sense of we graduated um went through a big breakup and then the pandemic happened and it was like fuck I like I really need to actually just sit with myself there's yeah. nothing to distract me from my own company and just like my own thoughts yeah and but I, I honestly think it was a saving grace for you and for me but like you pre-pandemic to like to now is like a different person yeah and I think a lot of people have experienced yeah, that I think me too like I mean we're all, we're all changed but like I think you've changed so much for the better and you've grown up so much you've just grown so much into yeah yourself. no I definitely think so it's a wild wild ride me being emotional after four yeah seven. calm down she's had a literally <laughs> sip of red wine she's like you are a different person since the start of the pandemic <laughs> i'm so proud of you but no thanks that was a nice thing to say well that's true so second one a little bit more 
laid back. This one's a bit more. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, we're really gentle. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we did actually. We got a bit, bit emotional quickly there. So I'm going to reel just, it back. That's just, <laughs> really nice, isn't it? <laughs> ah, yikes. Don't invite us to Pries because we're not fun, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, one sip of like alcohol. <laughs> no, no, so, listen, this is what happened to me today. <laughs> oh, you want to hear about my trauma? Sure. I've opened my book. Here we go. Okay, second one. Yeah, a bit more fun, a bit more funky. What would the headline be if you'd been found murdered? Oh my god, I've never thought about this. Probably like irrelevant white girl dead <laughs> in flat. I don't know. <laughs> irrelevant white girl dead in flat. That's grim. That's I mean, a grim I don't know. Do you think it would hit like headline news if either of us died? Like people die all the time. Yeah, but but if I was murdered, oh, I don't know. How do you I think? Imagine, how do you think you would be murdered? Honestly, probably <laughs> definitely a man. Well, um, isn't it always? Yeah, isn't it always? Definitely. <laughs> Mm. I don't know why, but Paul Hollywood's face. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Hollywood. That's fair. I don't know. I really, I honestly. Can't Listen, if there's that. some, if there's anyone in British TV who's. Does she have a complex? Mm, maybe. No, Paul Hollywood is. He's got the eyes for it, man. Do you know what? I think I thought of that because as listening to something that Ruby Tandles in. You don't watch Bake Off, so you don't. Remember. I don't watch Bake Off. No. But she like tweeted like years ago, being like. Um, she basically came out and she was like, and so for all those people that thought that I was like shagging Paul Hollywood to get ahead in the bake-off, can go fuck themselves? Yikes. And I was like, yes. Glad you didn't get murdered, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he's got away with those bacon. Honestly, no, he, he actually does occupy quite a lot of my brain. Really? Yeah, That's an interesting insight. What's wrong with you? What's going know. on? I don't know. There's so much to unpack there. Mm. He's quite a threatening presence, I think. I think it's the blue eyes, but then everyone says that. Yeah, of course it's the blue eyes, but it's the like. <laughs> yeah, of course it's the blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why did I say that? Like, yeah, of course it's the blue eyes. President of the Paul Hollywood fan club, right here. Have you ever seen? Well, so basically, now the Bake Off's on Channel Four, I think, instead of like BBC, and the presenters, one of them's no Fielding. And have you ever seen the Mighty Bush? No. Holy fuck! It's so creepy. Noel Fielding's one of my... He actually really scares me. Noel Fielding's one of my really obscure crushes. Oh, I knew you'd, I knew you'd say that. I'm not surprised at all. I really See, fancy actually, him. I would, like, I'm quite repulsed by him. You're repulsed mm-hmm. by him? I find him quite <laughs> disturbing. I really fancy him. I actually only watch clips of Bake Off that are like of Noel Fielding. Oh, I just like, I think of him and I just think, eh, like get no. away. No, I think, mm, but he, mm, come here. Well, well, I think you'd actually quite like the Mighty Bush, probably right up your street's fucking weird. Okay. Okay. There's a read. Uh, Next one. Um, what's your favourite conspiracy theory? <laughs> this is where Kika outs herself as... Uneducated. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't listen to the podcast. I, I think it's so interesting, the whole discourse surrounding, like, the Matrix, Red Pill, Blue Pill. Mm. Like, I always think about that. That's a good one. what would you take? And, like, what is there to disprove that we're not just living in a simulation? That's true. And I think it's so fascinating that, like, we can be so complex and sentient and yet there's actually nothing to prove that that's not just all like programmed by someone else. Yeah, that's true. Like, we could just be in a tiny little snow globe and no one would ever know. Yeah. But I don't actually believe in it. I'm just so interested in it. Yeah, that's fair. I like that. I What's really weird? Well, I really enjoy... I really think the whole conspiracy of, like... It's not even a conspiracy. It's, like, categorically true. <laughs> but, like, the idea that... Hollywood is actually just funded by a paedophile sex ring. Yeah. Like, that's... I, 
I like that. I don't like that. I don't like that it exists. I, love that one. I think it's fun. It should Why be funded. <laughs> I think it should be funded. I'm for it, really. <laughs> God, that was controversial. Anyway, I'm not for Title it. Of the episode, I support sex trafficking. <laughs> Lucy Webb for sex trafficking 2021. That'd be why you, the headlines of you, you're murdered. It's actually the only reason this podcast is back, is so I can kickstart my campaign. <laughs> For sex, child trafficking. Oh, no, don't. No. That's not. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Hold me back. I'm wild. I'm making jokes about children. No, right. No, right that's too much. Anyway, no. But I do think that's interesting because, like, do you know what it is? I've watched so many documentaries on Drew Barrymore mm. as a person, and the fact that she was like at parties doing cocaine at like nine years old because all of her family are like famous actors. I and like, know that she was nine years old. Yeah, she was oh, literally yeah. like. Wait, she's the one that's in um, Fifty First Dates. Yeah, 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 and like all those films, really. She's in a. Oh, have you seen? She plays Drew Barrymore in every film. Like, do you know what I mean? She's yeah, the same no, no, character. She's the same character. But have you seen um, Santa? No, the Clara. one where she walks the big walk in America. What? Uh, what's it called? The Mile or something. I think you'd like. Anyway, I'll tell you about it later. But she she does the big um, like the really famous route in America that like takes like months to walk. The alpaca trail or something? The I've alpaca never, trail. The alpaca trail. I've um, never heard of this. She, no, and it's like her, because she's like a drug, drug addict, she's like had so much trauma in her life and then she decides to do this and it's her like... See, that is herself. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, <laughs> like know, she plays herself but every time. Really, I, I really enjoyed it. I remember going to see it with my mum. But yeah, things like, so she's been in Hollywood since she was like a child and she mm-hmm. was taken to parties and stuff and it's like all these um, teen stars or children stars or whatever that actually are like really weird now but like... Like, not... Okay, so I sound like I'm saying the most obvious thing ever, but I don't mean, like, oh, they're fucked up or whatever, but, like, also socially completely inept because they've grown up with adults. And, like, you know, like, Macaulay Culkin is, like, the weirdest person when you watch him interview. That's really mean. Macaulay Culkin, if you're listening, girl. um, (laughs) Home Alone, yeah. yeah. But, like, his interviews and stuff is, like, he's... It's obviously quite charming when they're a child, like, mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, like, well, that's so fun that he, like, knows how to be charming on a talk show host or whatever. But then as adults, they, like, don't, they have well, no concept of, like, how to act. Yeah. Not and also, act, I think but... It's, I think it's a symptom of the fact that, like, Western society just fetishizes youth and, like, mm. is obsessed with, like, young people acting like adults still being cute enough yeah. to be kids. Yeah, exactly. But then as soon as you grow out of that, like, what's left? It's not yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. And, like, Britney Spears especially is, like, the one of the most interesting, like, cases of that. And, like, I was watching this um, YouTube video and it was, like, all these interviews. So in, like, 1999, she was 18, I think? Or or maybe so it like was... So, like, the year you were born? No. That's not the year I was born. Oh, yeah, you're 97. <laughs> I was like, well, you're, yeah, you're, you're 98. Yeah, I was like, you're 98. Why would I be 99? You're like, so the year you were born. No, do your maths, girl. <laughs> Sorry, around about the time we were born. Yeah, so she was she was 18 in 1999 or 1998 or something mm-hmm. like that, right? And there's all of these interviews of her around 1998, 1997, around that time. And like these talk show hosts are literally like, oh, everyone's talking about your breasts. Or, like, asking her if she's a virgin and stuff like that. And it's so crazy. Like, imagine that being your 17-year-old... Like, that being your year that you're 17. Like, that being your teenage years. And, like, that interests me. This, like... The kind of, I don't know, just the subculture of Hollywood and, like, actors. And, like, that's so off-base from the pedophile ring. But, like... No, but I think what you're saying is, like, ask any... Any woman in Hollywood... And she will have about 10 stories of sexual assault or creepy behaviour. Or just objectified, sexualised... 
the works. Yeah, totally. And that's like that. But I think that's the surface level of it that we all know. And then actually, like, it just freaks me out. Like, I always think back to this. It was actually a story I really wanted to do. And maybe we will on the podcast. But Mm -hmm. like, there was this. um, Have you ever seen the film Savage Grace? No. It's like a really odd film. It's Eddie Redmayne and oh, what's Julianne Moore, and it's based off this real like case that happened in like the thirties or something. Mm -hmm. It was this like aristocratic family, um, and their son was gay, and they hated it, and they're like, okay, obviously we don't want you to be gay because it's fucking nineteen thirties, like absolutely not. So the mum would have sex with him to like make him straight quote unquote make him straight but also like pass him around they're like aristocratic friends and this is like very Jeffrey Epstein but like the fact that that happened so much and that was in like LA in like Mm -hmm. the 30s and it's like the like the amount of lines that get blurred Mm -hmm. sorry I'm going such a tangent no 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 but the amount of lines that get blurred once you're a millionaire like there is nothing is untouchable but I think like hoarding wealth and being that rich makes you immoral like you cannot be moral yeah. and hold, hold well. no totally so do you think that their moral compass just completely goes out the window but what what i'm asking is so why so if so the very obvious equation that we can think of is when you get lots and lots of money mm-hmm. more becomes available to you because you can pay off whoever to not talk about yeah. it or whatever so why does it always steer to wanting to basically rape children like do you know what i mean it's so interesting how yeah. that is just always the case and when you have corrupt like extremely wealthy men it's like you so you can get away with anything so it's always there is always going to be a space in which children are like trafficked and it's so crazy like what does that mean yeah i've not thought about it like that well that's definitely i hate the world i know we should do an episode on that (laughs) yeah we really should but i think more generally like what you're saying about that just scratches the surface like honestly we have no idea what goes on behind closed doors and any person of power and that's scary enough Uh and like i think especially in america i mean i don't really know the case here but we're like you can just like the, the police are so corrupt mm. the government's so corrupt like it's all just money yeah exactly I saw a quote and it was like money is what God used to be yikes governs, but I think it's true wow yeah hot takes from Kika no nuance November did you see that no nuance <laughs> November no <laughs> there's like this trend like um, you say like you're like hot take but with no context so, <laughs> if you want to know nice nice that's I love that well, thanks for doing this with me. Thanks for having me. No, it's exciting. The thing is, like, you and I are such good friends that it just feels like we're having a It was always going to friggin' happen, yeah, wasn't it? Was, it? it was. Yeah, no, totally. I know, because this is what the struggle was when I was trying to think of who we're going to come bring on the podcast and uh-huh. do this with. It's like, this podcast has never been, like, a true crime, really, really serious podcast. Like, we're not experts or anything like that. And I think I mean, I'm certainly not. Like, no, exactly. Anyway. But that's the thing is, I actually <clears throat> think it'll be really interesting. You'll teach me. Indeed, I think yeah. So for season two and w- the direction this podcast is going, I think knowing what you and me enjoy, mm. I think it will be more interesting for us to explore conspiracy theories, explore specific cases, maybe, but maybe in a grander conversation. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a really interesting season, as much as true crime is a niche i think all the like features of it is things that everybody's interested in yeah and like these are conversations that we have anyway yeah i know indeed um but yeah thanks for listening this has been the little first episode back introducing you to kika our new host (laughs) um we have so much coming up i'm so excited i've 
kind of alluded to on Twitter and Instagram and stuff, but we're working with a company called State of Mind who are going to bring the production level of the podcast up. This episode, we're just doing it from home because I wanted Kika to get used to it and everything. Um, but yeah, from now on, we're going to be going into a recording studio. Fuck's sake. When did this become... To record an album. To record our album, EP dropping next what, week. What songs have we put on it that have defined our friendship? Um, too Little Too Late, Jojo. Out of Touch. Out of Touch. Of course. <laughs> um, Ride On Time. Ride On Time. What a fucking bop. I can't bop. listen to that song and not think Ride of it. Ride On Time. <laughs> that is such a bop. Oh my God, if you're ever in a bad mood, put on Ride On Remember, Time. Remember, we used to do that. We'd be like, right, five minutes off of study, we just need to dance. And we danced to Ride On Time. God. Crazy girls. University causes mental health issues. That's another episode. Anyway. That's, not, that's your new knowledge. That, right? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I'm just slowing my words. <laughs> She's no, in no, one no, glass. No, no. One glass of red wine. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, I'm so excited to record the next episode. And we're back, baby. We're, we're back. back. Yeah. Thanks and for listening. Peace and love to all. Yeah. I'm Lucy. I'm Kika. This has been TED Talk. TED Talk? <laughs> No, it's not. That's four or five years ago. Oh my God, I've not even had any red wine. Okay, I'm Lucy. I'm Kika. And this has been Dead Talk. Bye. Bye.